0: you're listening to the Align and Expand podcast. Join your host Lauren Runyon in conversations that will inspire you to intentionally create a life you love. Hello, welcome to the Align and Expand podcast. I'm your host Lauren Runyon and we are talking to Miss Julia McCarthy today. I love this conversation that we had about how to connect and align with your higher self. And for me, I tend to get confused or prior to this conversation, like what's the difference between your higher self and your intuition? Or how do you connect to your higher self more often? I know that there's been times in my life where I have connected really strongly with my higher self, but then there's other times that I get frustrated that I can't do it. So if you are interested in learning about how to have a better relationship with your higher self, then this episode is for you. I am trying to record this really fast while my son is like right outside the door. So you guys may hear some screaming, but Julia McCarthy is an intuitive psychic medium and energy healer activator. She's dedicated to connecting people all over the world with their higher selves and spirit guides, as well as helping others awaken their third eyes, crowns, and channeling abilities so they can share their gifts and magic with the world. I almost didn't post this episode because Julia's earrings were hitting against her earbuds, And so when she's talking, you may hear a little bit of a noise The conversation was too good not to post. So if you can just listen over the noise, you're going to love this conversation. But I did want to give you a heads up on the sound quality so that you may be wondering what the F that noise is when she's talking. (laughs) I hope you enjoy this episode. Take a screenshot of you listening. Tag me in at lauren.runyon on Instagram. And then you could always just send me an email or leave a review if you love this episode. Have an amazing day. And I hope you guys love this. Hi, Julia. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to be learning all about our higher self and what you do and how you talk to the higher self. It's going to be a really good conversation. I've been thinking about all kinds of other questions that have come up since we emailed.
1: Amazing. Well, I am super excited to share all things higher self and to talk about everything that comes up and hear all of your questions and just to jam out on everything about higher selves and communicating and connecting with them. So super excited for this conversation.
0: Awesome. So I think like the best place for me to start to understand the most is to make sure I have a really good understanding of what our higher self is. Now, I think I do, but I want to hear, I mean, I feel like you're, you know, you have a very good connection and I want to hear your experience and your definition of what our higher self is. And the difference between our higher self
1: and maybe our intuition. Mm -hmm. I love that question, especially the difference between our higher self and our intuition. But um, I'll back up and start with what is our higher self? And that's such a great question. And there's so many different definitions out there of your higher self. But how I view it and how I kind of work with it is our higher self is the version of us who is like really thriving in all areas of our life. And I look at our higher selves as our biggest cheerleader and the version of ourself who is really fully expressed, who is truly living the path of their soul's purpose, who is always taking the steps to just always be moving in alignment. And it's our, it's our cheerleader and the version of ourself who is always there to pick us up when we fall off track or when we are down or when we're confused and we don't know which step we want to take in life, and we don't know which um, layer and level of our purpose is coming through. So I view my higher self and all the hundreds of higher selves that I have connected with really as the most just like expressed and thriving version of ourselves who truly want the best for us and who truly, truly believes that we can absolutely become that version and really live in a way where where we are thriving in all areas of our life. So that's how I view higher self. There's Like I said, there's so many different definitions, but that's just how I have experienced it. And the difference between your intuition and your higher self, such an amazing question is I view our intuition as the voice of our higher self. So I don't necessarily look at the two of them being different. I, it's all one and the same to me and just how I have witness other people experiencing it as well. But like when we get an intuitive hit, I view that as the voice of our higher self and our higher self. Uh, sending us information messages or downloads so I view it all as in the same and there's no difference between the two of them it's just your intuition is the voice of your higher self and like making its way from (laughs) the 5d or whatever dimension our higher selves hang out in making its way down into onto earth and into our human bodies so that's how to do it
0: yeah. I like that explanation. And I almost, and then when you said that it was the voice of our, of your higher self, because I almost started to envision it as like an archetype, almost like it is your mm-hmm. compass, mm-hmm. your cheerleader compass. And yes. then she's whispering down like, okay, <laughs> this is <laughs> what you should do should do next. So I really like that, that version. In addition to the fact that it's a cheerleader, but also I think when you start talking about your higher self and encouraging people to, to connect with your higher self, they may be like, why, <laughs> why do I want to hear what she has to say? And I kind of think of it as an all knowing, but to think of it as like, this is a really positive source of inspiration. And it's always Not that it's going to be a negative, but you know, as your cheerleader, I think it's a really good encouragement for you to even connect even more.
1: totally totally and I think it's also important to remember as humans like we can get so tunnel visioned about our life and what we're doing and just like be laser focused and The biggest benefit that I have witnessed for myself and with hundreds of people as well is when we connect with our higher self, we really zoom out and we really see the bigger picture. And it takes us out of that tunnel vision, like go, go, go mode. And it allows us just to see things that weren't in our line of sight before and things that weren't on our radar and like areas of our life that we could lean into and different things that we could really explore. So it really takes allows you to have a bird's eye view of your life and also a bird's eye view of what you're capable of and what is ahead for you as well. So that way you don't get so stuck in, in the hamster wheel and just like doing the same thing over and over and over again. Like I very much lean on my higher self, especially when it comes to my purpose and my work. And it's like, okay, what are we doing next? Like this is way beyond anything that I could possibly figure out with my human mind. So I'm just going to hand this over <laughs> to my higher self, lean on her, trust that she has the answers for what it is that I should be doing next in my career, um, especially as a, a spiritual entrepreneur and someone that works in these realms. It can definitely be. And if there's anyone out there that's listening, that's a healer or a spiritual entrepreneur or like an intuitive it can be really hard to figure out what your next step is <laughs> in terms of your work and what you're offering and what you should be doing, because we don't we don't operate in the in the logic and we don't operate in the what we can see with our own two eyes. Like we very much operate with our intuition and with forces that we can't physically see with our own two eyes. So outsourcing the information to someone who exists in those dimensions that we operate in and gathering information from our higher self really just takes the pressure off of us to know what the next step is at all times and to be the ones to have to, quote unquote, figure it out. So it takes a lot of pressure off of <laughs> anyone who does this kind of work. Is like, I'm just going to see what my higher self has to say about this one.
0: Yeah, I think that when you are able, when I have been able to connect with my higher self and I know like when it's a super clear conversation and I can only, I mean, I get a lot of intuitive hits, but there's mm-hmm. been like very specific times where I've sat down. I'm like, okay, I want to talk to my higher self and there I can remember every single one of them. And the information sticks. It's never something I doubt again. So when I hear it and I know it, I'm like, okay, that's not something I ever forget. It's and It's like written in stone <laughs> and I move mm-hmm. forward. And when things get crazy or things start to feel really, you know, turbulent, I can always go back to that. It's not something I ever forget. So I think that's another really positive aspect of learning to hear to your higher self because it's not, you know, I, a lot of questions that I get a lot of the times is how do you know you're talking to your higher self or how do you know it's your intuition? There are times that you just know and you will never doubt that voice,
1: I feel. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that can be it, it's definitely challenging to like differentiate what's my intuition and what's my anxiety, and is this my higher self or like <laughs> who, <who's my> <laughs> who the fuck, fuck is talking to me now? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And something that I'll offer for anyone who is maybe thinking about exploring, uh creating a relationship with their higher self, or already have a relationship with their higher self and may want to go deeper is to really set the intention to connect with your higher self. So if you're like journaling or going into meditation or dancing, walking in nature or whatever it is that you do, I always say, and this is something that I teach to, um, in my group program, which is all about channeling your higher self. I'm like, if you take nothing else away from this group program, like, please just take away the importance of setting your intention anytime that you want to connect with your higher self. So that way your higher self knows that she's like, okay, I'm I'm up like this is she's looking or he she whoever it is, is looking to me for some guidance and inspiration right now. And the analogy that I always use, it's like, if we don't set our intention, like, liken it to going to the drive through at McDonald's and just blowing past the order window and just getting right up to where you have to pay for your food and they didn't have your order and they're like we'll take your money but like I don't know what food <laughs> give you like you didn't you didn't set your intention you didn't place an order so it's super super important to set your intention whenever you're desiring to work with your higher self and that can be something as simple as just closing your eyes, taking a few seconds and just say, okay, I am calling in and inviting in my higher self. I ask that she joins me now in this space and to bring forth any downloads or messages that I need to hear that is of the highest light and the highest good for anyone involved. And I open up my channel and my space to him, her, say whatever pronoun you want to use to, uh, to speak through me and to, uh, just channel whatever it is that I need to hear. So, intention setting is so, so, so important. It's so easy. And it's just such a huge piece in making sure that you are connecting with who you want to connect with. You're not like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like <laughs> your guide, An ancestor, like an angel, like who is this? Um, So I, I offer that to, to anyone that is looking to develop that relationship with their higher self. And what I will say about the difference between your intuition and your anxiety is like your anxiety is like a wrecking ball and it's like information that will not leave you alone, that'll keep you up at night, that just like plows through you, that makes you feel super like anxious and on edge and just like you can't stop thinking about it. And your intuition is softer, it's more gentle, it kind of just like drops in. And it's like, oh, okay, don't know where that came from, but that feels like truth in my body and it doesn't like it doesn't linger for very long. Like you'll always have like that intuitive hit, but like that, that feeling of like getting that, that spark of intuition is like very quick. And then it's like, you're back to the state that you were in before. You're like, your internal state isn't altered as it would be if it was your anxiety that's talking where like your heart rate is like going up and you can feel your blood pressure rising. And you're like, your mind starts racing and, all those fun things (laughs) that come along with anxiety. So that's what I would offer for anyone that is just beginning to open up their intuition. They're like, I can't, what is my, the voice of my intuition? What is my anxiety? Like, I cannot differentiate between the two of them and just be gentle on yourself in the process because it takes a little bit of practice to differentiate between those two voices.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd love to get into a little bit further, a little bit more detail about how someone can start to channel their own. But before we do, I'd love to know when you, so you channel, you were able to channel someone else's higher self.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're a medium. Mm-hmm. How did you know it was someone's higher self or can you hear other things or see, I don't, I forget how you, you get it all. Cause we had a reading together, but I forget how you said yeah. that you connect. How did you know it was someone's higher self versus like Great question an ancestor or
1: whatever? Totally. Totally. It's intention setting, like you might remember at the beginning of our reading, I set very similar intention that I just uh, shared earlier. And when you get into this work, and you like you really start to channel, you can begin to tell the differences between different um, energies. So for example, connecting with a higher self feels very different in my channel than it does connecting with a spirit guide, or with a loved one who has passed. So I can feel those differences in energy. And when I'm connecting with someone's higher self, the energy is like kind of just like buzzing above Mm -hmm. my head. And it's like all the way up here. Spirit guides are like more right in front of my face and connecting with a loved one, like feels very like heart and um, kind of like wound centered. And it's like much more grounded. So the higher self energy is like very high vibe, (laughs) and very uh, buzzing. Um, So that's how I know it's someone's higher self. And I don't recall if during your reading, if your spirit guides popped in or not, but it's very common <laughs> during readings for people's spirit guides to pop in as well. Um, but for the most part, it's usually just people's higher selves. And I know from the vibration, I also always do like a series of checks and balances. I don't do this out loud during readings, but I always ask, who are you? Um, mm-hmm. Just to get that second um, confirmation that who I'm connecting with is a person's higher self. And also I can tell based on the information that comes through, because the information that comes through from someone's higher self is very positive. It's very like future focused. It's really... um, it's kind of like an invitation for people for different ideas and energies and things to consider and to lean into. Um, It's very, uh, very much shows people like what they're capable of and what their potential is and like what their purpose is and what their gifts are. So based on like that information as well, I know that it's someone's higher self. And then I always, well, not always, but it's very common for me to say something and someone will be like oh my god i was just like thinking about that yesterday like when i was journaling my higher self and so like <laughs> it happens so often where people will be like i was just talking to my higher self and she said that and like obviously i didn't know that beforehand so i get a lot of confirmation through the reading as well and based on what i share mm-hmm. with people and also i can usually they don't stay hanging out in my third eye because that's too distracting it's better that i don't see them throughout the entire reading but they will the higher selves will usually just come like crashing in (laughs) to my third eye and they all make their own like separate kinds of entrances and like some are like hey other ones are like little more reserved so I can like literally see people's higher selves come into my channel and then like okay I don't need to like see you for this entire reading it's too distracting like just give me the information I'll I always say in through my crown out through my mouth like I am just a mouthpiece (laughs) for (laughs) higher selves during readings (laughs) that's
0: so interesting and so when you are channeling it does it feel like the same person that you're talking to can you tell there's a connection connection. or do you feel like that the higher self is like a totally different being that comes straight from source and she's almost like an angel
1: (laughs) yeah it does feel different it does feel different it feels like it's a being from source and an angel Mm -hmm. that is coming through um And, yeah, it definitely absolutely feels different. Not that there's, like, anything wrong with, like, talking to people. Like, that's still amazing, of course. But, yeah, it definitely does feel different. And it's, like, it's – the only way that I can, like, describe it is, like, higher selves are very certain. um, And there's, like, that – there's no – human doubt and like Mm -hmm. just just like Mm -hmm. just so pure so certain like so sure it's like no this is like what is happening this is what they need to do it's like there's no waffling like flip-flopping back and forth so it's just like a level of certainty in the information that comes through that is typically different when uh talking to a person
0: And you feel you kind of said it in the beginning of our conversation. You feel like the higher self is not necessarily something in inside of us living, but more of like a 5D. Is that
1: how you feel? Yeah, 100%. Definitely, definitely. But I will say that there has been this really interesting aspect of my work that has been coming online, which is the higher self template activations which are just like honestly wild I had this um vision of and meditations of like all of these higher selves like flying down from earth and they're like okay we need to like literally merge with our humans right now because there's only so much that we could do from the 5d so like we need to like be inside of our humans and I received one myself and like my entire life changed after that, and the people that I've done them for as well. Their entire lives have shifted like 180 as well, in like really, really positive ways. So, there is like an aspect of work <laughs> where, or just like I don't even want to say like my work, there's just an aspect of the universe where your higher self can literally merge with your human. So that way as a human, like you're moving as your higher self. And with that, that comes your highest timeline. So you're really walking mm-hmm. the path of your highest timeline, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought really, that was really, really pretty stuff. to see that shift happen. See <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so your like, oh, wow. life catch up oh, with okay. all of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's actually
0: really interesting that you say that because I had um, Krista Rauschenberg on the show. uh, I I talked to her a while back, but she reads Akashic Records. She's a master Akashic Akashic Records reader. And she Mm -hmm. received the download. I forget when she said she received it, but that soon everyone would be able to have this within them. Like, it's very similar to what you're saying as far as the higher self, but like, the Akashic records would be available within, and she said it's already happened to her. She doesn't necessarily have to access her Akashic records anymore because it's just there. And she received the download that that would be happening for soon that's for everybody. Yeah, oh, that's that's so cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's cool. Cool. So amazing. What's her yeah. name? I want to look her up. Krista
0: uh, Akashic Glow is her uh, like Instagram that's handle. Cool. Yeah, Roshenberg. She's cool. amazing. Cool. Really cool. Really cool experience. That's awesome. <laughs> Very that's high good. vibe. It's.
1: I was going to say, I've never gotten an Akashic Record reading. I've always wanted to do one, so I'm, like, uh, always, haven't found someone that I, like, totally resonate and trust, you know, to do it, yeah. so maybe, maybe she's the one. She <laughs> She will
0: be the one, and they're, like, slightly addicting, because it's Amazing. such a... I don't know. I've already booked a third one, <laughs> so because I'm like that. I, I've got this download. I feel like I'm on the right path. I really just need to check in with my spirit or <laughs> with mm-hmm. my team here. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Love I that. hope you get to do it. You can. Mm-hmm. Sh- you Definitely. should listen to the episode because she's talking a lot about her experience with it too, and you know how she cool. does it.
1: Amazing. So,
0: something that you mentioned now that I have a little bit more of like a very clear picture of like how you feel the higher self is, and everyone else listening mm-hmm. does. Something you mentioned earlier is that you can set the attention, intention to connect with them. Do you Mm -hmm. feel like, especially when someone's starting out, they will hear it right away?
1: That's such a great question. So it really, I mean, I just taught a class on this yesterday for uh, this group, this beautiful marketing program that I was a guest speaker in, and it was all different levels of experience when it comes to channeling and when it comes to just like opening up for that. And it can really it it can really go anyway. I have seen people who it's their first time and they open up and they have these like massive breakthroughs and downloads, and they're like crying, and their life has changed, which is so beautiful and then I have also seen people who it's their first time and the issue is is that their ego gets really loud and is like oh you're making this up like you're going crazy like this isn't true like you already knew that da, 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 da. so it can really go either way um it just kind of depends on one, just how open you are to the experience, um, two, how distracting your environment is that you are in, like people that I have taught it to who weren't able to get it, usually they have like kids screaming in the back or their dogs running around or their husband like asking them questions. And so having a very clear and calm, quiet space to open up is super important, obviously easier said than done for some people. And then the third aspect of that is even if you don't get it on the first try, keep practicing. It, I tell people, I'm like, look at it as a muscle and like, you're just like beginning to lift weights for the very first time. And so if you haven't lifted any weights in a long time, and then you go and pick up the the 50 pound dumbbell and start trying to do curls with it, like you're, you're it's not going to work. Um, and so just give yourself some time to build up that muscle of channeling and just, trust that the information that is coming through is from your higher self. But I've really seen it go uh, <laughs> and, uh, and literally in every single direction between having massive breakthroughs to just people like pounding their head like, I can't get there. Something's <laughs> wrong with me. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's okay. <laughs> it takes practice. And quieting your ego is such a yeah, such a challenge to do. And I always say like, I don't believe in the whole narrative, like, kill your ego and your ego's your enemy. Like, no, our ego is our friend, but we just like need to kind of place it aside for 10 minutes, 15 minutes while we're channeling and tell our ego we'll come back to it. Like, love you. Thank you so much. But I'm just gonna really rely on my intuition for the next 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it is. So you can go either way. And if it's your first time opening up, just Uh, release any expectations for how you think it should go and just know that like look at it as like you're really setting the foundation for developing this relationship with your higher self and with any relationships like it takes time to like develop it and to figure out how you both best communicate with one another like I have a woman in my group program who hasn't been able to like get the channeling piece, but her higher self keeps appearing to her and dreams and giving her messages that way. So it's like, they're both like just trying to figure out like the path of least resistance when it comes to communication and how one, uh, uh, how both of them best receive information and are best able to just continue that, uh, that spiral and that loop of information between each other. So there's no right or wrong way of doing it. And I absolutely believe that anyone is capable of channeling and connecting with their higher self. Is there a difference between channeling and connecting
0: or just receiving a random download? Is that channeling or do you feel like channeling is more of like sitting down and having a conversation?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Great question. Um, Yeah. I definitely view channeling as like a very intentional time and like, okay, I'm going to just like place all distractions away like turn off my phone computer all that like and just like focus on this and then I would say just like getting those like random intuitive hits I wouldn't necessarily say that that mm. is channeling I mean there's it, it can be like I've heard people be like oh yeah I just like channeled this message I'm like okay like amazing <laughs> like let's <hear laughs> it. What, what, what do they have to say um And then in terms of connecting, I wouldn't say that there's too much of a difference. And in my opinion, those two words are just kind of interchangeable with one another.
0: Mm. Awesome. So one of the things that I read on Instagram that you wrote was when you connect with your higher self, you connect with the version of yourself who knows the direction that your life should take. What Mm -hmm. does this mean to you? And what are some other benefits that someone will gain when they, besides like the positive stuff, when they start to do this with their higher Mm -hmm. self?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. So- Some of the benefits of connecting with your higher self, like I said, is like you really get a bird's eye view for your life and everything that you are capable of. Um, It also just allows you to see situations, relationships, your job, your career, what's ahead from you at a completely, through a completely different lens and just allows you to really, really zoom out. Um, And then, like I said, like we, we can get so tunnel vision and something that I have seen so often is that, I mean, I'm certainly guilty of this, like I'm not perfect in any means, but like as humans, we can so easily be, easily believe and convince ourselves that we know what's best for ourselves and like to an extent that is true but there's also that layer of ourselves where it's like we don't always know what's best for ourselves and sometimes not getting what we want is exactly what we needed and like not getting the job or the client or promotion or relationship is like perfect and so connecting with our higher self really helps to take those rose-colored glasses off <laughs> that we have as humans and be and surrender the fact that it's like, okay, maybe I don't know what's best for myself. <laughs> like, I'm just going to see what else is out there. Um, like, for example, I, I did a reading for this lovely woman who's been a vegan for like 10 or 15 years. And I didn't know that uh, during the reading. And we were talking about health. And she asked her higher self, she's like, okay, what can I do? Like, my stomach has been giving me some issues. And it came through from her higher self, like to start incorporating some bone broth into her diet. And she did not like that. (laughs) She's like, why would my higher self tell me that? Like, she knows that I'm a vegan. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I I totally hear you. I so respect that you're a vegan. But maybe that's not the best thing for your health right now. And like your body and your gut is like really craving some bone broth. And so just consider maybe adopting that into your diet, because that could be something that's very healing for your your entire body and so it really helps to just get out of the mind mindset of like i always i only know what's best for myself and really allows us to open up um it also is such a beautiful way especially or at least how i've had experienced it is if you do this kind of work that we do it's like really great for creativity and deciding what we're going to offer next or launch next or like how we want to use our do a um, little excuse me <laughs> what do we want to do for our branding and for our marketing and so it allows um like our businesses to really incorporate offerings, programs, ideas that we might not have before when we go to our higher selves. And it's like, okay, hey, like, what can I offer next? Or like, what is ahead for me? Um, So creativity, inspiration, helping you to navigate relationships, helping you to navigate your own life, um, helping you feel just like less alone as well. Someone asked me yesterday in the uh, class that I was a, a guest speaker in, she was like, is it okay to connect with your higher self when you're really down and sad and feeling alone? I was like, yeah, that's a hundred percent. Like that is, that is usually when I'm like S O S, like, help. I, you. I really need you out here. Like, come on. Um, I was like, yeah, totally. And I have leaned on my higher self during really hard times or just days when I'm feeling really off and just like out of it. It's like, okay, what can I do to move out of this funk right now? Um, and also have been relying on my higher self over the past couple of weeks where it's been kind of like a weird transition time like a lot definitely navigating the unknown and the quote unquote the void right now in my life and my business and the message I keep getting from my higher self she's like just hang in there she's like I'm not gonna tell you what's happening she's like it's best that you don't know what's happening I'm like okay fine 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 Mm -hmm. fine and so just It allows me to just know that there is someone who does know what's happening and believes that whatever is happening in my life is happening for me and that I don't need to like freak out or like, quote unquote, try to figure things out right now. And that the main priority for me right now is just to focus on my health and rest and trust that it's all going to work out from there. Mm -hmm. So there's really endless benefits (laughs) to connecting with your higher self.
0: Yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the void and how mm-hmm. cuz I know that you uh mentioned it on Instagram and you said like if your next steps aren't 100% clear, you're on your soul's path. And I love mm-hmm. this because I really did go through uh I went through a, like a void. I could never I don't think I've heard the term void, but that's really what it felt like. I felt like I was underground and I was like waiting, <laughs> was trying. And it was with my business a lot in my business and then I kept I kept, all I kept hearing was um you need to wait. You need to wait. Mm -hmm. I like, kept, but I still, I didn't listen. I still kept trying to figure stuff out and you need to wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. I finally, Mm -hmm. I, and I kept hearing that I needed to wait until like May or June. And now, now things are finally starting to feel better. But if I would have listened,
1: <laughs> it would have <laughs> felt a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, that message of, like, you need to wait and, like, trust and surrender, it's, like, one of the hardest messages to swallow. It's, like, no, I'm ready to take action right now. Like, I want to go. Like, I need to make money. Like, hello. I don't hey, know. Like, what anymore. am I
0: supposed to do? Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I just have really adopted that mantra or belief over the past couple weeks, months, however long it has been that if the next step is not 100% clear, that that is a sign that we are on our soul's path. Because if we did know the next step, and there's I just want to preface this by saying there's absolutely nothing wrong with knowing the next step, and that is like not a sign where it's like, oh, you're not on your soul's purpose because mm, you right. know the next step. Like, I don't, that's not where I'm going with this at all. But especially if someone is in that void and feels like they're underground and their next step isn't 100% clear. I view it as like God, source, spirit, universe, divine, higher self, whatever you want to call it is calling the shots and is running the show and is moving things behind the scenes. And it's really best that we don't know what is happening because if we did, we would then go into our human mode and be like, okay, I need it. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do things like, Oh, okay. that's something I'm going to, Don't talk to this person, that person, launch this da. And if we did, then, that could potentially throw things off and like move us out of alignment in a way that wouldn't be for our highest good. So if our next step isn't 100% clear, look at it as a time where it's like, okay, I don't have to figure this out right now. God, universe, spirit is calling the shots. They're rearranging things. And the best thing that I can do for myself is focus on my body, connecting to my body, and also focus on my spiritual connections as well, and connecting with spirit and meditating and spending time in nature. And this is something that I told excuse me, something that I told one of the women yesterday, because she's also going through a voyage, just like so many of us <laughs> are right now. And I was like, go spend time in nature, like go get in that energy of nature where nothing is rushed, nothing, nothing is being forced. And yet it's all still working out perfectly. And it's all still beautiful. And life is uh, working in harmony there in nature. And it does not need any sort of outside human interference in order for it to work. So if you are in, excuse me, if you are in that space, like go spend some time in nature, go sit in the grass hug a tree, touch a tree, climb, swim in a river, lake, ocean, like whatever it is that you need to do where you can just be like, okay, that's right. Mother nature always has it figured out. It's beautiful and perfect. Doesn't need human intervention. I'm just going to connect and align with that energy and bring that energy into my life and try to really anchor that in. So that's what I would say about about that. <laughs> about I, that. I, <laughs> yeah. I love
0: that you brought up nature and I pro- this is probably a boring story to anyone who was not in my brain. But so last year I remember watching the trees behind my house start to bloom and there was one tree that took forever. It was like probably the biggest tree and I was like that's the oldest tree. It's probably the wisest tree and it's literally the last mm-hmm. to bloom and it took forever and i i i've remembered that because i'm like it's probably the one that's been there the longest but it knows that mm-hmm. for whatever reason it's it's taking the longest time to grow the leaves and then mm-hmm. i realized this year that it it wasn't like it was everything bloomed all at once and i think mm-hmm. that it was just a really good metaphor to explain like number one you <clears throat> are going to you have to take your own time and number two just because something you did last year doesn't mean like It's proof of what your life is going to look like. Just because you're a slow bloomer now doesn't mean next year you're going to be a slow bloomer. Like, Mm. you never know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're not calling the Mm -hmm. shots. So I just, I had that epiphany this morning when I was outside.
1: So... I love that. She <laughs> can teach us so much. <laughs> She's like the OG mentor and teacher. And it's like, if only we slow down to really mm. receive all of her lessons, we'd all be like the wisest prophets mm-hmm. <laughs> walking around and so calm and so chill and be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So many of the courses
0: I'm in are like, I'm in a course right now that's about like somatic stress release. And he even compares a mm. lot of stuff about stress and with ecology and the earth. So it's really interesting to to bring that in. And I'm glad you did, because one of my questions that I wrote down is like, where are some best places for people to start trying to do this? So nature Mm -hmm. is one of them. Is there something else that you encourage people to do? Say they're ready and they want to start talking to their higher self more. Just beginner
1: things that they can try yeah amazing question um journaling I love that that is like that was my original way of channeling and opening up so if you have a journal like maybe get like your own like special like higher self journal (laughs) that you use like anytime that you are going to really set that dedicated and intentional time and space aside to channel and connect with your higher self um Dancing is always fun, like I always be like, if I'm like in my room, I'll be like, "Okay, hi yourself, I'm gonna like invite you in like the two of us can have a dance party right now and just like imagine myself like dancing with her um meditation, but I know that that can be challenging and like triggering for some people. So I would tell people to start with journaling because I have found and just witnessed, especially with teaching this to dozens of people in terms of channeling is like, if we have a pen in our hand and we're writing, our ego isn't as loud. And that voice of like, you're making this all up, doesn't have as much um, space and room to be honored and to be witnessed because it's like, your brain just kind of switches over to writing. And then it allows you to really be a channel and for things to just flow. So I would really, really recommend anyone to start with journaling um, and setting that intentions, like lighting some candles, turning off your technology, like shutting the door to your space and just like really inviting your higher self in and then start asking some questions like questions like what do it can be anything from like, what should I eat for dinner to what is my purpose in life? <laughs> like, There's no question that is off limits. Um, I would recommend starting with kind of like more of the surface level questions, before you move into the big, <clears throat> hard hitting purpose questions, um, surface level questions, like, what should I eat to be in my highest energy? Or like, what should I wear? Where should, how should I move my body? Where should I live? And just like start with those kind of like basic questions to help you kind of build up your confidence and feel comfortable in your channel and then you can move into the what are my gifts in this lifetime and like what is my purpose and when will I meet my soulmate and just like those like big big questions like let's let's start small and work our way up to to the heavy hitter questions there so that's what I would recommend for people
0: as I asked you that question I remember one of the things that you told me to do and I think Krista also told me to do or another psychic I can't remember I still never did it because I get frustrated when I start. It's the journaling when you're, um, when you're not like, per, like I forget what it's called. Like you could close your eyes and you can just start writing. What's it called?
1: Oh, automatic writing. Yeah,
0: automatic writing. Yeah, yep. that was one of the things you told me to do. That they mm-hmm. they told you to tell me that they wanted to connect mm-hmm. with me. That my spirit like guys wanted to connect with me, and I needed to be doing that. And you were not mm-hmm. the only person to tell me that. But every time I did it, they didn't come through. So I'm like, well, this doesn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Throwing away my pen and my, note- yeah. my notebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there
0: anything else that you think is really important for anyone that is like hearing this conversation about their higher self and wanting to get more in tune or just like the importance of actually taking this conversation seriously and and working towards it?
1: Totally. <clears throat> um Something that I will say is that that's coming through is like you, everyone has a higher self and they are always there for you. They're always willing to connect and they want to help you, but also at the same time, they don't want to invade your space. So it's almost like you kind of have to give your higher self permission to come into your life and to work with you. So that way they're not overstepping their own spiritual boundaries. So if you're really beginning to open up and like you want to establish this relationship and this is something that I tell my one-on-one clients to do as well as, excuse me, my throat's a little funny, is to write your higher self a letter and say like, hello, hi, higher self. Like I am inviting you into my space. Like I'm allowing you to be in my life. Like I'm so grateful to meet you and just, you know, outline your own intentions for working together, like whatever they may be. And burn that, send that off to the universe, sleep with it under your pillow, like do whatever feels good for you. So that way, your higher self knows that they have your permission to work in your life and just trust the information that comes through. And I know that's so much easier said than done. And it can be really hard for people to trust themselves. And If you're finding yourself in that space, please know that there's nothing wrong with you. Like that's so, so, so natural for someone to navigate, not fully trusting their channel, but just start writing things down, start taking those baby steps and know that when you connect with your higher self, you're really connecting with the most Enlightened, if you will, version of yourself who really wants to help you walk the path of your truest soul's purpose and the path of the most joy, abundance, fulfillment, relationships, um, health, happiness, and isn't trying to steer you in a direction where you're going to like just totally run off the rails and your life is going to like go up into flames. Um, although I will say like sometimes things, aspects of your life. You know, I was just about planes. to say, but wait, wait,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know about a lot of your life right now is going in flames.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. And like, that's all, it's all part of the journey. Like what I truly believe that whatever leaves our life or doesn't, it kind of makes its way out is going to be replaced by something even better. So If your life does go up in flames, know that there's a better life coming for you and that there were just things that were out of alignment for your, your sole purpose. And now you're truly walking that path. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that wants to come through about that yeah, just just believe that your higher self is there. That he, she, they, whatever pronoun that you want to use that feels best for you, they are there for you. They love you. They want to support you. And they, like I said, they ultimately want to help you just be on the path of your purpose and where you're you're most happy and you're most joyful. And something else I'll also say is, it's very common. For people to be scared about opening up their channel for the first time because there's so much just like fear surrounding it. It's like, oh, you're opening yourself up to, there's so much programming about like, oh, you're opening up to demonic entities and like just like all that kind of bullshit that exists. And I will say is that there, yes, there are negative things that exist there, but ultimately, like we have the power of. God on our side. And like, God source spirit is so much stronger than anything that is a negative. And like, I really don't give much time and attention to like any negative entities. I think that the less that you feed into it, the less that there are even like, in your space so just focus on setting the intention to connect with your higher self and to only only connect with energy that is of the highest light and the highest good for everyone everyone involved Mm -hmm. not just yourself. and that has that has worked for me so far like I've definitely had like some interesting encounters but it's never been when I have been channeling it's always been when I kind of just like um engaging in lower vibrational activities day in and day out and like forgetting my spiritual practices and letting my own energy slip as well so as long as you are actively trying to keep your energy in sort of an elevated um, space. And that's not to say you have to be high vibe all the time. I don't believe in that either. Like I'm not trying to have you bypass any emotions here. But it is important to manage your energy on a daily basis and to be mindful of what you are giving your energy, your time and attention and energy to and the more that you give your time and attention energy to negative things, things that make you feel scared, things that make you feel Fearful, I don't need to go through a whole list of what some of those activities might be, um, then you're kind of in a better place to track that negative energy. But if you're focusing more on keeping your energy clean and clear and focusing on the good things in life and the positive things in life and yes bad things are happening but not staying in that space of only focusing on that then you're going to attract that uh, those negative excuse me you're going to attract that positive energy and you're going to connect with your higher self so don't be scared about opening up your channel like i promise you it's it's not scary. And if it's something that you're like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore, you can just like close it down, shut it off. Like I absolutely went through my own phase and be like, Oh, nope, I don't want to do this. Like, what if I start seeing dead people in my bedroom? Like, I don't want that and shut my channel down. Um, But you can absolutely set boundaries with spirit with your higher self with your guides with your loved ones who have passed over. So just know that like all relationships, you can absolutely set boundaries. And this is nothing to be scared of or fearful of. And oftentimes people are like, what, I'm just worried about the information that's gonna come through. I'm like, I totally get that. But just remember that your higher self isn't trying to scare, scare you. <laughs> like he, she, they is trying to help you and trying to send you messages of love. And often if it's a message that you didn't wanna hear, it's probably something that you already knew and you were like, not allowing yourself to fully go there and you knew that it was part of your truth. So our higher selves are always reflecting our truth back to us and our highest potential and highest purpose back to us as well. So that's what else?
0: (laughs) So where can everyone find you and where, I know you've kind of touched on what it is that you offer, but what are some of the ways that they could work with you if they wanted to go check that out?
1: Yeah, amazing. So my main platform is Instagram. So my handle is um, at, of course, at sign XO Julia McCarthy. Um, And they can work with me. I am offering higher self readings right now. I'm offering the higher self template activations where your higher self is literally merging with your human. Um, I'm also offering a combination of a reading, a template activation, and then also me teaching you how to channel and connect with your higher self and as well as an integration session. So like a package of those. And then I also do one-on-one client work as well to help people connect with their purpose, help them connect with their own psychic, intuitive, mediumship gifts, and really bring out their own gifts, magic, and medicine to the world in a way that feels really, really good for them. And those are longer one-on-one containers. So there's a couple of different ways to work with me. And I can like feel there's something else brewing. Like I said, I'm in the unknown and I don't don't know what's about to drop in and come in, but stay tuned. (laughs) I promise that as soon as I know, I will be all over Instagram being like, this is how we are working together now. And this is what, so I'm super excited for this next piece and next chapter to drop in as well.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your lovely information with us today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun and such an honor to do this. So, happy happy to do this.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Align and Expand podcast. If you're an iTunes listener and you loved this episode, please leave a review. And if you leave a review, send me a screenshot and then I will be sending you a special exclusive meditation made only for my listeners who are so kind enough to take time out
1: of their day to leave a review of the podcast.